Hi, I'm Owen I'm Omar Tarbush. And I'm Matt Nussbaum. And this is The Drive Home. Did you say I'm away? OA. He's OA, you know? My initials. OA. No, you haven't brought out OPG yet, though. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> we've been uh, we've been off the air for two and a half weeks now. A nice uh, little extended extended break for us. Life gets in the way, but we are back. We are rolling, and we have a great episode for you guys today. Um, we have a review of Four Lions. Riz Ahmed. Is that was this is this first feature? Do we know? First feature role? I doubt it. You doubt it? I knew he was a rapper. I did not know he was a rapper. Is know he was I don't think so either. Is it any good? I didn't listen to it, but he's got like a funny name. Let me look it up. He had like oh a God. funny rapper name. Well, we've got a review of four lines coming, and then after that, considering it is the end of, of the second quarter today, right? It's the uh, start of July. We are officially entering the second half of 2021, which is absolutely nuts. We're going to do a little uh, mid-year review. We're going to talk about our three favorite movies that we've seen this year. Not released in 2021, because we haven't gotten around to a lot of those. I think I've only seen ten. I don't know about you guys. Uh, Definitely less. Yeah. But just movies that we saw for the first time this year. We're going to talk about our three favorites that we haven't already talked about here on the pod. And our least favorite that we've seen this year. We are recording this on June 30th, which is the final day. Right, exactly. Quarter two, so the halfway point. Yep. So stay tuned for that. That's that's gonna be a fun one, I think. Um, but first, we're gonna talk about Four Lions. Do, do we have an update on on Riz's uh, rap name? Yeah, it's Riz MC. He's got a song called Inglistan. I'm sure it's a banger. Inglistan. Inglistan. You know, like the, the the merge of his two identities. Like, yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> I'd love to listen to it. I guess. I'm sure. I'm sure, dude. The guy, I don't think he can do anything wrong. Dude. Yeah, I mean, he's got a. Ta- he, he, I don't think he has an untalented bone in his body. Um. I'm, I'm... What? <laughs> what did you say? I was thinking of TikTok song. Dude, okay. Before we get started, though. Before we get started, I gotta. I gotta. I gotta rant to the people. I gotta rant to the people real quick. Omid's rolling his eyes. I, I don't give a fuck. I gotta rant to the people real quick. Alright. If you're going to the movies, if you're going out of your way, if you were going out of your way, everyone just please, just please, just please bear with me, okay? If you're going out of your way to spend a night in the movie theaters, you're, so much on this podcast. We need to give you, uh, you're, to speak on. you're going to the movies, okay? Can you shut the fuck up during the movie? Can you just shut up? Just shut up. If you want to talk, say something, it, no, I didn't. I didn't, and I and I and, didn't. And for that, I feel no sympathy. How you do you feel no sympathy? Something. No, dude. I've I've done I've, that before. I've done it before, and it's it, it just it just creates an uncomfortable environment in the theater. Was it a was it a really empty theater? Yes. Like was it you and them? No. If it was just us, I would have said something. But it was it was. What? That's even weirder. No, dude. Because then, then I, you're gonna I, start like a brawl while the movie's <laughs> playing in the background. That's no. Because there was like an old there were like there was like an old couple, really old couple, sitting like you know in the front row, and then there were two more groups behind us. So it was like kind of empty, but like total of ten people in the theater maybe. More of the story. If you want to chat with your friend during a movie, 
right? You want to talk about what's going on on screen. You want to talk to the characters in the movie who, who can't hear you. You want to tell them what they should do next. Watch the movie at home. Please, just watch the movie at home. I just okay? the movie. The movie you put out, you watch, is not available at home. And then wait, then wait, dude, then wait. There's no reason to, to go out to this movie at night and just talk the entire, from start to finish, just talk the whole I time. I don't get it with Zola because it, for me it makes sense when it's like horror movies and people love to be like, oh, don't go in there. Oh, right. Don't open that door. No. Don't go, don't go down There's, there. This was like, oh, yes, bitch. Like, okay, bitch, you got that. Like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, are you kidding me? It, it was so, it was so fucking annoying dude it drove me it drove me up a wall so please please if you're going I, I i'll never understand it i'll never understand it why if you want to chach all night go to how about you go to dinner after the movie and then you can talk about the movie you know what i mean perfect perfect was it like what volume was it like talk what? as loud as they talking. were talking they weren't e they, like talking they weren't screaming but it wasn't screaming but it was it was normal maybe they thought they were down a little bit but it was normal talking level it wasn't a whisper i mean it wasn't we talked about it on the quiet place episode too like with that movie, I mean, it's particularly bad because there's really moments of silence where people are like, "Don't do that," or "Why is she?" Oh my God, she's gonna do that thing with her with her hearing aid. Like it was so bad. But yeah, either way, it's so it's the worst. It's it's just disruptive, dude. It's and it makes it so hard to like really get into the movie. It does. It just it's, creates a barrier between you and the movie. That's literally what it is. Because like half the I'm watching the movie, but then I gotta listen to what they're these two fucking. They're just yapping. Yeah, man, it's on. like a commentary track, you know. It's yeah, like, and 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 if they had something insightful to say, maybe, <laughs> maybe. But she was literally quoting the, tw you know, because it's like it's based off the Twitter thread. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like there are certain points where like they the characters say lines from the Twitter thread, and she was quoting it. She was saying it with her. She would say it before they honestly, said it. When she, as she said it, uh, as she, like when when she realized that that's the line that come was in coming. Here with some ridiculous defense. No, I'm just saying, like. No, I mean, just trying to be contrarian here. It's a movie where. Oh, it's just like, oh, so they don't deserve the 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 artists behind the film don't deserve the audience's full attention because it's Zola because it's based off a Twitter thread. Checkmate. <laughs> no checkmate. Stop defending each other, Jesus fucking Christ! Shut up, boy. I'm just saying. Um, that doesn't bother you. People talking in a movie doesn't bother you. It does, but it's just like you're acting like the old cranky asshole right now. That's not old and crank. Whatever. I talked to Meredith. We watched Quiet Place two. Two people next to us were talking the entire time. I wanted to say something. That's a movie where you get upset. That's annoying. No, you get upset any movie. It doesn't matter what sure. movie. Like if they're quoting the Twitter card, I'm gonna be like, oh that. Oh, what yeah, am I supposed to say? Cool. Hey, you you did your research. No, but, I, no, but I'm just saying, like, if I, I bet for some people, they're like, damn, I've been waiting for this movie for years. Like, I remember reading this thread when it oh, first came out. You are being such a contrarian right now. You are literally, like, welcome going to, out Welcome of to dealing with both of you. That's all you two do. Anyways, moving on to Four Kings. Tired of it's Four Lions, box. actually. Four Kings, there is, there is a new four-part documentary on HBO called Four Kings, about the four kings of boxing awesome doc but i so i kept calling this four kings for that reason because i had just watched four kings like two weeks ago and this is four lions so i kept being like should i have to watch four kings nope it's four lions i've already seen four kings um but all right i mean why don't you give us a uh, a plot synopsis of four lions for the people movie last week can someone you guys just watched it today can you guys do it okay sure. omar yeah so it's about Four Lines is about four people um, who are who basically want to be want to be suicide bombers. They're a bunch of 
kind of goofy idiots and like very stupid people and you get to watch them go through the um i don't really know how to put it it's like a it's a journey yeah their journey of becoming jihadists and uh it's a satire a very dark satire but it's um very heavily comedic in a way that i was not expecting because i actually up until yesterday when i was sitting next to henry and he pulled this movie up on letterboxd he was gonna watch it with me initially and he was scrolling through and he was like dude this sounds so funny and i said what are you talking about i'm watching a movie about suicide bombers like did you look up the right movie he's like dude it's like a comedy and if he hadn't said that i would have watched it fully expecting i when you picked it i thought it was like some heavy drama actually yes i had no idea oh, I, I also thought it was a heavy drama and oh, i knew when i, knew I turned it on a lot like, <laughs> and that first scene comes on and you're like oh okay i'm in for something else they brought it up for me to watch a while ago oh really has he seen it yeah Satara so loves this movie too. Uh, they were, I've heard, I've known about this movie for a while. Yeah, this movie's like, it's kind of low key, but it, like you said, like people have seen it. You know what I mean? Like I, I was like, I don't know, just surprised. I was like on like like Reddit r slash movies like like three weeks ago. I just like randomly stumbled upon it, like after we had already picked it, and before I'd watched it. Like some there was like a there was a whole thread about this movie. I was like, damn, I didn't know that. But we kind of alluded to it earlier. But it, it, it stars Riz Ahmed recently of of sound of metal fame previously of of i guess nightcrawler fame um got been in a cumberbatch in a little bit part yeah he's in there for a whole like what three minutes very out of nowhere out, out of nowhere um and this director hasn't done anything else right well, i don't so i was i read a lot about him he's he's like a very like the people that like him really really like him he's like a, a very brilliant apparently you know british satire guy and he's got i think he has like a like a a fake news show or something that he did that he was really big for i can't remember what it's called but people are like if you like this movie and you like this brand of humor like go and check out this stuff that he did like because it's it's i guess kind of in the same vein he likes kind of poking fun at like society and how stupid people can be gotcha yeah because i see this is this was his debut and he's only made one other he's only directed one other movie since yeah i think it was a sh- well then but you know this was co-written by jesse armstrong who created succession mm-hmm. so, um that was like interesting to me when i saw that in the credits i was like oh, that's an that's an interesting one but yeah um but okay so let's um i'm really interested man to, to hear what you guys think about this one I think oh. this will be a not like contentious, but I think this will be like a very uh, diverging opinions. So, Omid, I, I know you saw it a week ago. So, are your opinions still strong about it either way, or no, were they never strong? They were never strong. Gotcha. This movie was fine. Jokes were funny here and there. Um, like I, I feel like Omar is gonna. I feel like when Omar's contentious, is like, oh, Omar's gonna find this movie offensive or something like that. Not really. That was. I don't know why. I didn't think really? that. I don't no. think this. U.S. No, that's not, not at all. No, it's, it's fine. Not. I do think it's very interesting. These actors are Muslim or of Middle Eastern descent, so I don't know if I would myself. Like for a movie like this to come out in the early 2000s or late early 2010s. What do you mean? That's... This came out in 2010. 
Yeah, I'm saying that's what he's saying. He's saying for a movie to have come out at that time is with these actors with a British Pakistani actor, Persian British actor, like you're putting you're putting your risk. You're putting a lot of risk into it. Like it's it's not the most safe choice to do unless you don't want to go back to Pakistan, unless you don't want to go back to Donna or because mind you, four years later you have the Charlie Hebdo incident about I don't know why I'm getting into politics here, but you have the Charlie Hebdo incident about Yeah. Literally a year after this, Benghazi was based off of a movie that depicted Muhammad. I'm not saying Muhammad's depicted here, but it's it's a suicide bombing with actual Middle East Middle Eastern and uh, South Asian. Wouldn't it be worse if they weren't weren't Middle Eastern? Well, <laughs> this movie it, could never get no, made if they were no, Middle Eastern. You're right, but I'm also I'm, as an actor, do you take that risk? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I I agree that it's like this movie would not get made nowadays. But I think that's you know. But, but I thought it was. I, I anticipate you both thinking this was a hilarious movie. I thought it was fine. I didn't uh, like. I thought the performances were fun. Like again, some of the humor worked for me. Some of it did, and I anticipated it. British humor for me are like dark, really dark comedy humor. It's hit or miss as a film or whatever you're watching. Uh, so I thought this was fun. Gotcha. Yeah, I also like. Black comedies are, are hit or miss for me. Um, I, I rarely have a very middling opinion on, on them. I mean, I guess I did just see one a couple weeks ago that I had a middling opinion on. But sometimes... And, and that's just the nature of, of the genre, I think. You know what I mean? When, when you're using this sort of comedy, if you're if it's hitting for you and you're cracking up, you're, you're, you're losing it. And if you're not, then there's not much else there, um, at least in this movie, um, which I did not really like a whole lot um the first well this movie's an hour 40 right about 100 minutes the first i don't know dude hour hour 10 are so boring and not uh, very yes. funny like, there are maybe like two or three moments that made me chuckle i think from the moment that they start going to the marathon. Gold. So funny. I was cracking up, losing my shit during the marathon scenes. Everything at that point forward. But before that, I, I like like I said, you know, you get like the heavy snort of air out of your nose a couple times. But it, it, I, I just didn't find it super funny, nor did I find it very engaging. I thought it was frankly just 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 boring I, I i frankly found it boring um that was just that was just my my initial feelings but i liked it at the end i mean i did it did really grew on me and then i like couldn't i like watched it so like i had watched it and i thought i was gonna have enough time to finish it in this gap of time that i had given myself to watch it and i didn't and i because i had fallen asleep for 20 minutes because i got bored and then i woke myself back up and ate something and got back into it but i had to pause the movie to go do something else and then i had to come back to it and i did not want to pause it because i was so into it at that point i had to pause it like in the middle of the marathon um and i really didn't want to to do that which was surprising which shocked me because like i said 20 minutes earlier i could have like done without the movie so that's kind of my 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 overview i can get into some specifics in a bit but i'd love to hear your your general thoughts to see where we're standing here well, I was exactly right in the sense of, like we're all kind of like on different opinions because 
I have not laughed harder in a movie in years, literally years. I thought this was one of the funniest movies I've ever seen in my entire existence. I loved this movie so, so, so much. And wow. it's so interesting to me because I don't really know. I don't know if it's the brand of humor. I don't know if it's the, you know me, I like to make a lot of like self-deprecating, self-referential, like Muslim jokes and mm -hmm. like whatever, like this movie is, is it's that. made for you. This movie is made for you. Done yeah. so cleverly in my opinion. Like one thing I want to get out of the way real quick. is just like, I saw a lot of people on Letterboxd being like, oh, this was like, I didn't know whether to laugh or not in certain scenes. Like, so disturbing. Up. I was like, oh, really? I didn't, I haven't looked at, I haven't, I haven't looked at a single review. But I was just going to say that, like, it's just so ironic oh. to me, and it, it encapsulates kind of like, I don't, I don't know what you would call it, like Western audiences or whatever, just so well to me that it's like, people will be like, ooh, this was so disturbing. I didn't know whether to laugh. And then turn around and be like, yeah, American Sniper was the, the most powerful movie of last year. It's like how backwards your thinking has to be. But like, I was, I turned this movie on last night and I was about to, like, I was, I was tired, so I shouldn't have done it. I got about 40 minutes in and I, my eyelids, I was so tired. My eyelids were literally falling over. And I like, I was eventually like, okay, I have to pause it and I have to finish it tomorrow. But I did not want to because I was having such a blast. I literally could not disagree more with you, Nuss. The marathon was when the movie like kind of like toned down for me a little, little bit. Interesting. But the first hour and 10 minutes, I was sitting where I'm sitting right now in a room by myself laughing so hard. I thought I was going to wake my roommate up. Like I was literally laughing so hard. There's, I was writing down the scenes. I was writing down quotes. I was having a ball. If I had watched this movie with like a group of people, I would have had even more fun. But yeah, we are we are not on the same. I would have loved to watch it with the three of us. This would have been a great one to have to have the gang together to watch this one. <laughs> yeah. I just like really dude like I, you said you wrote down scenes i would love to know what scenes you found funny because like oh, i can you start to tell you the, the funniest thing in the early part of the movie and it was such a small gag it's literally on screen for for a second but it cracked me up is when um omar gets the email like from his uh what was it his his uncle yeah and and his, his email handle. and the email address is hillary clinton at gmail <laughs> cracked me up absolutely cracked me up and that was kind of it. It was like really funny, but it was like the training scenes. I didn't like. I didn't think that was funny. The training scenes were so funny to me. No, dude, was... it felt like a missed gag. It literally felt like I was watching like a gag show, or like I was watching like Borat two, and it was a gag that didn't work for me. You know what I mean? Wow, wow, yeah. No, the I... scene where they introduce the guy in the college or whatever when he's he like that gets up funny, and he's yeah. <laughs> he's rapping. The rap was funny. And then he and then he you know does the explosives and everyone yeah, okay. starts like screaming and he's like what you thought i was gonna do it just because i'm brown like that was that is so funny okay to me. that is that was a fun you're, that's a good point I, I agree with omar in the sense of i do think the marathon scene tries too hard at times interesting I don't know if that's the right word but i do think but but i do like, like i said i thought it was a fine movie and i had some spurts throughout the whole I just thought, like, during the marathon... Like, I did think oh. the seminar scene was fun. The scene was fun. We're losing you. You keep cutting out. I said the seminar scene was funny. The one over just brought up. Yes. I, I, it, it, look, remembering that scene, it was it was really funny. And then, like, the guy, like, the, the MP who's over there is hiding underneath the desk. He's and he, like, the, yeah. he pokes his head up. But that's literally, to me, that's literally one of 
like five plus scenes like yeah i, I could list more do you want me to list more please please the please. one of the guy i think his name is Faisal. he's like doing like the He's like talking about how he went to go buy the bleach, and he's like, he's like, oh, I <laughs> oh, the different voices. accents. Voices. No, dude, see that and felt too, it felt like it was trying too hard. That, that was so funny to me. He's standing there covering his beard, and he does the voice, and then it's like the exact same one. And he's like, okay, uh, like do the next, do the next voice. He's like, okay, this one was me as a woman. <laughs> he just says, the... <laughs> <laughs> you're laughing up, you're cracking up, which is making me. <laughs> but I didn't find it that funny, dude. It like the bumbling idiot, like doesn't Best it doesn't character in the movie no it, it doesn't do it for me it's not like it's just so it's such low-hanging fruit it's annoying. Like, and it's it, annoying. it is annoying thank you I, I agree especially this this bumbling idiot just felt very annoying like really like, like this guy is so stupid that he didn't think that covering his beard up made him look like a woman like he wasn't the bumbling idiot yes he was no he wasn't the bumbling idiot was the the one played by the i i literally wrote his name down because he's the best part of this movie uh Kaivan Nova, Novak. Kaivan. Kaivan. Is that the cousin? That's the cousin. He's dude, the, the cousin is, he's hes not a, he's just an idiot. He's just like a quiet idiot. Facil was the, is the dude, dude, are you kidding me? The dude literally blew himself up because he tripped jumping over a but low barrier. The They're all idiots. They're different degrees of idiocy. Like even Riz, like Riz is, like none of these people. Omar is dumb. He is cl and None like of these people are like redeemable the or, english dude or, who, whoever the english you know he's you know supposed, what, is he, you know is he supposed to be like a white dude that like yes who converted to Islam? Yeah. okay you know what the under you know what an underrated funny scene was what was when the uh one of the family members comes over to the house and the wife oh he shoots brother. him with the water gun and then the, i thought the what i thought that was funny yeah see i didn't find that funny at you all you want to understand it you want to understand you know i guess muslim. not i guess not so so i was gonna bring this up man like is it really just like because i'm not muslim i don't but understand not, like a lot of it's the... not because i mean you look i i was yeah, reading a lot of people kidding. being like like white people being like oh i think this movie's hilarious i like the satire I like this and the, that um but i agree with you in the sense of i think that like i have a i have an affinity for for british humor a lot of times like dark british humor just works for me combine that with dark muslim humor i mean like you said like this movie feels kind of made for me I mean, the fucking protagonist's name is omar like i literally this movie was so up my alley and i get I didn't it. Know it i can tell you there was there was one joke that made me like die but it was the it was like a jewish joke obviously because it was so oh, funny because, uh, dude you didn't know that spark plugs are made by jews <laughs> to disrupt traffic <laughs> so funny because it's so because it's like i don't know but it's just, I don't know, man. Like the, like I said, it, I just wasn't laughing. And at least if it was like relatively like an interesting-ish kind of tale, I would have been with it. But I thought the pacing was so off. I thought it was so off. And like, I, I don't know. I don't know how you guys didn't find the marathon scene funny, dude. I, I'm not saying No, I, I, these dudes I, are I, running I, around. This guy's in a Ninja Turtle costume. My dude's got an ostrich just bobbing around. And it's like... Dude, Riz is running from the cops in this big ass orange bear suit. But that's that's so interesting to me because, like I said, like that that stuff, I was still laughing and I still really enjoyed. But it was, it's literally again, we're on the complete opposite camps here. Yeah. That to me felt like the easy humor. Wow, it's easy humor to have someone running through a marathon in a fucking chicken suit and for it to be comedy, right? Like right, but it's because it worked. Because, but yeah. to make like kind of like clever-ish jokes even like the little things like the like the it, it was i'm telling you it was it was said uh, what is it, what's his name i mean avon avon his delivery was so perfect in so many scenes like the chicken and rabbit scene when they go in and like he's like 
He's like referring to the rabbits. I was. I don't think that was funny. Again, I thought that was stupid. Thought, I thought that I was, thought was, was perfect. I, nah. thought, I, thought, I thought that was stupid. I do agree. His delivery was good, but it didn't do anything. Like in that, and then in the scene at the end when he's like holding the people hostage, and he's just he just has this like gleeful ignorance. He's so oblivious to everything, and it's mm. like I think that like a lot of times, like you said, like that is totally a trope, and that's something that like. People try to do, but it doesn't work a lot of times because it just feels forced. To me, it never felt forced. Omar, you know what show you should watch that relates to the thing that's kind of humor? What we Shadows. Yeah, see, that's funny because I watched the movie and I didn't really like the movie it's very much. Very different from the movie. Very really? Different. Okay. Because I, I agree, like, on paper, it kind of feels like the same brand of, like, dark kind of awkward not like awkward but just like no but it's no, it is it's like dark kind of awkward like dumb dialogue humor not i don't mean i don't mean to denigrate it i mean like it takes talent to make like dumb dialogue like that stand out you're writing you're writing stupid care like not right. but yeah but it's yeah, very difficult to shadows do shadows is that and it has like good storyline so give it a watch it's on fx on hulu i watched it in like two weeks one of the best shows i watched last week. how it's it's like one season too? Yeah. I mean, I watched the Pick first half. Show. I thought it was alright, but we're on different different ends here. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I mean, I, I had a feeling. I, I just had a feeling as I was watching the movie. I was like, you guys are not going to have enjoyed this nearly as much. Really? Watt running when they're run, running with the bags yeah. of the explosives and he's yeah, like, oh, like, what's that? Like, they're all just moving like this. It was hilarious to me. Yeah. I loved it so much, dude. I generally and again, I I, I mean, here's what I, here's what I know for a fact. If I had watched this in the same room as you, with you cr cracking up next to me, I probably would have found it funnier. Yeah, but yes, but you know, it's just comedy's comedy's tough, man. Comedy is really tough because it you, you never know like when it's gonna hit someone and like it's like, dude, everyone talking about how funny Death of Stalin was a couple years ago. Yeah, and that's ex and I'm like sitting here, and I remember we were in the theater, so I was like, "This is not funny." Like, I was I don't in the see... same boat as you in that on that one, yeah. Right, but that's like another like dark satire about like but a that's things like the touchy I, subject, you know. This genre isn't really like I, I said this movie is like made for me, but I not because of the genre, because more like the subject matter, I guess. But like, mm -hmm. I kept thinking about like Borat during this movie, and I was like, I like it's it. Like, especially even with, like, maybe it's just because it was, like, a Jew joke, but the spark plug thing was, like, I was, like, it was harkening back to Bart because it was, like, this is so, like, quote-unquote offensive, but mm -hmm. it's clearly trying to be, but it's not doing it in a way that feels cheap to me. Like, yeah, it's easy to make Allahu Akbar jokes and, like, whatever, just boom, boom, kaboom, but, like, to boom, make boom, it actually... Kaboom. <laughs> to actually make it feel kind of clever and also, like, weirdly endearing. Like, the characters are obviously stupid idiots and terrible people but there is an element of like a like a charm that because you hire someone like Riz Ahmed who's one of the most charming people you can put on a screen and I don't know it like to me it literally just worked in every single way uh, this is we we're talking about our favorite movies of the year I mean this is probably my favorite movie I've seen all year honestly wow yeah. five stars we'll wait and see wow that's crazy man you know uh... I'm happy. I'm happy that that you liked it so much. I, I, I don't know. I also love how it was shot, like kind of like a mockumentary. Mockumentary esque. Like, yeah, I mean, crash zooms, like the 
the scene when he's like something about the way that it was shot to me was almost like a tell like i had a feeling that he was gonna blow himself up but like when the sheep all run in front of him and then it's just like the like the the explosion happens just mm-hmm. something about the way it was shot and it kind of had like this shaky feel like it was like they were filming themselves or something yeah that was super funny i like this the blooper scenes of them like trying to be intimidating he's holding the ak and it's yeah like, the small ak yeah see that stuff that's like the type of thing that just like really didn't work for me like their their fake like jihad videos like never felt like funny i don't know they never they never like worked it never did anything for me it it, Um, it reminded me of the scene in always sunny when they're doing like it's except that in that case it's a bunch of white guys doing it but it's like it's the same thing when they they pretend to be like jihadists and like they like want to what is it they want to like hold the they got bought out by someone else for their bar so they have to like get it back and i don't remember the details i remember i know that i know the scene you're talking about but i i couldn't i couldn't tell you yeah. the details yeah i you know <laughs> i'm on an island and i knew i would be but yeah i'm surprised how did you know that you would be because i just was watching it and i was like i don't see either of you really responding to like this kind of humor like it's just not your thing well which is weird because what are you talking about? With, I love dark humor. With both of you individually, I feel like I, I have like a, a certain common, you know, sense of humor. But I don't know. I just had a feeling that you were going to be like, oh, it wasn't very funny. And I was, meanwhile, like on the verge of tears, like <laughs> laughing like so many times. Absolutely dying. I don't know. The performances were good. Like the actual film itself, you know, again, I thought the pacing wasn't very good. But the, the writing was good. It looked good. So it's a well done film. <laughs> You're really reaching into your bag. It was a well done. No, film. no, I'm. La- <laughs> That's not what I'm. Laughing. Okay, thanks, man. I'll pass. I'll pass your uh, your compliments on to the director, to the chef. No, it got a little. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're great. Riz is hilarious. I I think Kayvon is the best part of the movie. Uh, I, I wish I remembered his name. I think it's Nigel something hilarious <laughs> the the college kid they they get like they recruit is super funny oh man <laughs> one thing i'll hear is like the, the the female character that gets thrown in like randomly of a neighbor was kind of haphazard and like for like know, for like two sentences and they say i don't know yeah I, I don't know they like set it up and then she's there well because they have this whole thing where it's like then oh like she they're gonna find us out like she was here with with all of our equipment and everything and they were like listening to dancing in the moonlight um but it didn't really go anywhere no i mean yeah i think and you said it but it's like for me where i think it it fell short thematically not i don't know if thematically is the right word for it but the the kind of like butting of heads between omar and what's the who's the like the white guy's name I can't remember. Um, Whatever it is. Barry? 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Barry's right, actually. Between Omar and Barry, like, they were trying to, like, manufacture some sort of conflict and, like, the two sides of this group, and that never felt real. You know what I mean? It felt like the whole time, like, that guy was never really a a factor. And so all of the... I don't know. I don't know. Just everything about him really fell short. Um... I don't know, man. I thought it's... they were all fucking hilarious. I, I like, I, I don't know. I, I can't convince you guys otherwise. But... No, hey, but <clears throat> I love the topic. Like, I love, I. 
it's a really funny way to like poke fun at like radicalization and awesome about, like, how right. stupid like th- this concept is of like people like devoting themselves to like I'm not I'm right. not because this could have very this could have very very you could literally just replace these these four like Middle Eastern men with four like white Southerners talking about you know like like killing killing you know people of color in this yeah. country you know what I mean it could have it's it's the same exact thing and, and using their religion as like a backdrop like oh you know what I mean like Jesus loves me and Jesus is sending me to heaven so let me kill all of these these but, black people for it you know what I mean it's, but it's all to me it was also like the the um what do you call it like it was the irony of like the this guy like riz's character omar like viewing his brother in this light of like oh you're like uber religious and you you know like you know because he was so um sort of like he held so close to these like very traditional very like outdated archaic customs like talking to women and all this stuff Mm -hmm. so it's like you're gonna make fun of your brother for that stuff which like is bad in its own way but you're gonna be like totally devoted to this this idea of being a jihadist and think that like that's normal and like that's like uh okay i know know, a good way to change society it's like it's pointing the stupidity in all directions right i hear you didn't do it for me (laughs) a whole lot but like I said, I like the I like the the satirical concept of satirizing this. Just the actual comedy, just fell fell a little short for me. It's also very British, and you know oh, not to, we've, not to play this card, but it's we've like, been I over this. It. I fucking hate British humor, dude. Yeah. British humor just does not work for me. But we, certain British humor, I get that. Like like old fucking British humor, like of like. It's just like we're talking about like like movies that I've seen this year that I will talk about this a little later. Like movies that I really didn't like that I didn't see. In my bottom like like twenty, are probably like five British comedies. Like five. You watch some. Oh, because you watched the the. The, the Cornetto trilogy. I watched the Cornettos, when, and the World's End was the only one that was like all right, and you know. Yeah, you're offending a whole nation. The cup's coming home, and you're fucking the world. It's not coming home, by the way. Not. Sorry, guys, it's not coming home. I don't think so either. But the Ukes got it. My Ukrainian, my Ukrainian <laughs> fellows got it. Got it, by the way. Dude, don't do that. Don't do it like that. Uh, any, any, like any. Soccer, I do now, because I'm winning our fantasy Euro tournament. Mopping. Mopping the floor. Because hey, I'm, I'm nice with it. I don't know, dude. Hit up ask, ask GS That's where your invite was. Yeah. Um any any it's, final well, what is what what sound does GS make? When France wins he's a Frenchman. Well, well that's what I was making fun of him for because Switzerland knocked out France, so obviously I was making merciless shit of like like merciless fun. And then I was like, Well, but it's okay because you got two more teams in the tournament. You have Belgium, you have England. Oh yeah. Hedges his bets. <laughs> Well, any 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 final parting thoughts on four lions here? Just bummed, but not surprised that yeah. you guys what you do. This I will is... be going back and rewatching this movie eventually, and and this is the kind of movie that I want to like show to like my brother. Like, probably find it fucking hilarious. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, uh, this is one that I would recommend, even though I didn't like it a whole lot. I do think it was it's a worthy watch. Because well, and I know we don't like, like talking about. Sorry, go ahead. No, that's it. That's it. I was just. I don't know. I know we don't like talking too much about like other people's opinions and like oh, like this is what the general consensus of the movie is. But you guys are obviously in the minority. Oh yeah, dude. I mean? The general consensus around this movie is very strong. People like this movie quite a bit. Like not only with the people that I know that have watched the movie and like looking at their like perceptions of it, but like 
generally speaking, it's like a very well received and everything movie. But I feel like someone listening to this conversation out of context, not really knowing that, might think like, "Oh, this is just some stupid satire that Omar really likes." But then, yeah, no, people like this movie. So I, you know, I would suggest it. It's on Amazon Prime right now. Um, so go go watch Four Lions if you are so inclined. I would recommend it. Um, but Omid, any any final thoughts here? All right. Omid's got Omid's very comfortable right now. Like, no, I'm not actually. I fucked up my back. Like I fucked it up doing deadlifts back in March, and like yeah, starting yesterday afternoon, I cannot move it. Really? I am. It is. I'm in so much pain right now. That's not good. It's really bad. Yeah, I went to the gym this morning and it was fine. And I did legs, but I'm not comfortable. Damn. Don't 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 paint me out to be something I'm not. Okay. We're an injury-heavy podcast right now. I'm coming at you with a with a sprained ankle. How's the herniated fat doing? The herniated fat on my right foot is is almost fully healed. Wow, that is such a like just a like a bad name for like a like I can't tell anyone seriously. Oh, I have herniated fat on my foot. Like they're just gonna be like, what does that mean? But it's really painful and it's also really rare. It's like not a common thing, which is why when he diagnosed it, he was like. You have this thing called herniated fat. Like, I, it's very rare. Like, that's the only thing I could think of that would explain your pain. And I was like, really? Can you give it, like, a cooler name so when I tell people, it's like... <laughs> nope, you, you're stuck with herniated fat. Um, well, speaking oh. of, of herniated fat... <laughs> speaking, <laughs> um, it's halfway through the year. It's July. Which is crazy to think about. But I, have, I say that every year. So, you know, that's just it's perception. It's kind of crazy huh? like... Today's 97 in D.C. Remember when we were tougher and it was literally freezing? Was like yeah, like negative. And, yeah, it does not feel that long say, ago. It's so crazy. The, the world we live in. It's 97 years. Dude, it was, it was so hot here today, man. It felt like 100. One foot outside. Um, this morning I went to the gym, came back, stayed inside. Yeah, dude. It, it was hotter. It feels hotter here than it did when we were in Arizona and it was 113 degrees there. Yeah. It's just it was brutally humid outside. I couldn't even sit on. Uh, you can't even breathe out here, dude. Oh well. But yeah, so we're halfway through the year, here, at the end of June, and we've seen some movies this year, quite a, quite a few movies this year. Um, so <laughs> let's talk about them. I mean, how many movies I've seen? According to my letterbox, I have seen ninety-seven movies this year. Well, I guess movies? it's gonna be ninety. Ninety-eight short a, films. Because those are two short films. I've seen like maybe three short films this year, so I can safely say I've seen probably ninety-five movies this year. I've seen um, six films. I've seen like TV shows. Yeah, yeah. See, I don't really log TV shows on here. I don't log only miniseries area, but I'm gonna go to log. There's a few miniseries that I've logged, but not all of them. But yeah, so I've seen fifty-six movies. Gotcha. So we've seen quite a few. Why don't we uh? go ahead and talk about some of our of our favorites so you know we're just going to give a, a little quick just our so, you know three of our favorites it's not a definitive ranking it's not that but our three favorite movies that we saw for the first time in 2021 and i don't know about you guys but i am gonna not include movies i've already talked about on this pod in depth maybe i'll give them a shout out if i loved them that much but generally speaking i'm just gonna do ones that i haven't really mentioned here yeah. um on the pod and so, um, you know, with with that, I guess I'll I'll start off with one. 
Um, that was definitely in my in, in, in the top three new movies I've seen this year. Um, and it's one that I don't know how I really hadn't seen because it has a pretty uh, star-studded cast. It's got star-studded production behind it, at least in hindsight it does now. Um, and it's just an awesome fucking movie. Um, that, that movie is True Romance. Um, True Romance... 1993 Tony Scott movie it felt like the quintessential 90s movie dude you know it stars Christian Slater and, and Patricia Arquette and it's drugs sex violence it, it's just fucking fun man I mean best cast of all time probably dude, th- this cast is is ridiculous you know I just finished watching Sopranos so when I see when I see Tony on screen I'm just ugh, you know Brad Pitt has an awesome, hilarious little like role in this film. Christopher Walken, Gary Oldman, Dennis Michael Hopper. Rappaport, Dennis Hopper. Like this is Samuel L. Jackson's in this, right? Yeah. And it's and it's funny. And so it's it's Tarantino. It's the first movie that Tarantino wrote, and he wrote this movie, sold it, and then used the proceeds to make Reservoir Dogs. Um, and in that way, it does feel like a Tarantino movie. It, you know, it's not shot like a Tarantino movie, obviously, but it does have that that Tarantino feel. And so it's just really fun, man. It, it was I literally watched it on TV. It was literally on TV. I forget what channel it was on, but we were like my dad had something on and um like I saw that True Romance was next and I was it wasn't on anything at the time and I was like, "Oh, I've been meaning to watch this movie, so I'm going to sit down and watch this fucking movie." And thank God I did, man. I loved it it was just retro and cool and a fucking blast and i if you haven't seen true romance like go see this movie dude it is it's like the perfect movie to like watch with a with a group of people i think just like a fun movie to watch that's really strong it's on hbo max right now i love it you've seen it right it's literally one of my all-time favorites like i i saw that movie and it was like yeah, like for all the reasons that you talked about, it's like the quintessential '90s movie. It's the best Tony Scott movie I think that he ever made. R.I.P. Um, yeah, just stellar all around. Stellar. So very, very happy to have seen that this year. Uh, I will go next. With um, I'll be quick. Mine is the first film in a director's filmography that I had seen up until this point. Um, very talked about in the in the cinema world so i finally was like i need to get around to some of his movies at least uh i watched the skin i live in uh by pedro Mm -hmm. Almodovar, which was a ride and a half like i mean i was like kind of wavering in terms of my interest level for the first like 20 25 minutes and then like kind of just an hour in slapped myself in the face and said like be patient next time because it's like this movie is like very just it's very clever and it's very delicately kind of presents information for you and it kind of goes through time in an interesting way it's very fucking weird and like i can understand why some people really don't like it it's Mm -hmm. it's controversial and it's quite um deals with quite lurid subject matter that can get that can be that's portrayed in a pretty you know in your face kind of way but i don't know it just by the end of it the way it concluded Antonio Banderas, all the performances, like the way that it kind of makes you 
not necessarily switch allegiances, but you never really know who to fully root for because the characters are so muddled and they have such complex backgrounds. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting, and uh, it makes me want to, you know, go deeper into his filmography, which, which I will do very soon. That's yeah, fun. dude. My old boss, one of my my first bosses at my first internship, great guy. He loves this movie. He talks about this movie all the Perk? time. Yeah, dude. Perk loves wow. this movie. Sure he would talk about it all the time when I would, like, tell, you know, when we would talk about movies. I remember, like, during my interview, he was like, oh, what do you do in your free time? You know what I mean? I was like, oh, you know, I like to watch, I go to the movies a lot. I like to watch a lot of movies. And he goes, have you seen The Skin I Live In? My, like, Pedro. Like, he, what is that? And he goes, and yeah, I mean, he, he, like, you know, he doesn't want, he, he told me, he's like, I don't watch a whole lot of movies. But, like, this guy, he's like a, you know, he's like a Spanish director or, you know, he's like a foreign director. And, and. I was like, no, I haven't seen it. And then he talked about it like maybe like ten more times, like during my time there. He loves it. I have to see it. I, t- I promise. I can't I'd imagine see it. I ever see talking it. to someone for the first time about movies and saying like, "Hey, here's my movie that I want you to associate me with," because it would just make me look like a psychopath. Really? Good on Perk. He's a he's a very bold individual. Oh, he's a baller. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a baller. So I I, I have an affinity for this movie, and I do want to watch it, and I just haven't gotten around to it. But very Quite nice. The ride. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I've spoken about this movie yet, but I, who cares? Because it deserves all the praise in the world. Um, it should have won Best uh, International Feature this year at the Academy Awards. And it's uh, K. Vitus Ida. Um, the Bosnian film that came out in 2020. Um, Omar watched it. I know Omar really liked it as well. Yep. Um, this movie was fucking incredible. Um, how movies made for someone? This movie's made for me, and it's modern history in the sense of like post World War II, at a very um about the Bosnian and uh, Serbian War. No, yeah, yeah, I'm right. Yeah, the Bosnian Serbian War. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it does, a, and it creates an atmosphere that is extremely tense. At the end of the day, you know what's going to happen, but it's still so shocking and so surprising when it, mm-hmm. when it occurs. Um, but I was blown away with this movie. I thought the script was phenomenal. It was shot really nicely as well. Like, in a movie where I'm so invested in the story, I'm not really taking or noticing the technical aspects or, like, the technical aspects of the movie. But, like, I was noticing these beautiful shots, and I was like, God damn, this is fucking phenomenal and so that's my uh, choice so watch it if you have it available very nice yeah dude heard nothing but great things about that movie very very heavy and very good is it I mean it's about the 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 genocide genocide. yeah but and yeah I can move on to my next one sure what do you got Um, it's a movie I actually watched Monday, and it is wow. uh, of Children of Men. I, I only gave two five stars, and I'm not going to talk about the Godfather because I've been the mother Godfather. Um, but I watched Children of Men by my boy Alfonso Cuarón. Cuarón, Cuarón, and his uh, long shots and his wide. And this movie was so, so. I didn't think I was gonna like this movie with the premise, but also we just seem it's kind of not formulaic, but it's 
think the movie at the night is it's like the the journey is very predictable and like you, know, you, you have a feeling what's going to happen but the performances and the concept of or like the world like women can't get pregnant anymore and like how meaningful it is and like there's a scene at the end no more I don't know it's just like whoa what the fuck and also it was filmed phenomenally like I don't play video games and I don't play like act shooting video games or like first person but I was like whoa and I was watching my room and I go why does it feel like we're in this scene right now why does it feel like I am literally inside the, that world right now I don't ever feel that way about a movie Mm-hmm. Or like when I'm watching it, and so phenomenal, it's been phenomenal a lot. But it, this movie captivated me from start to finish. Performance is great, and all the technical pieces of it. Trojan Man. Uh, two recommendations of mine you should watch. It. That's out of Very nice. Five my choices. Okay. Omar, back to me. Um, yeah, I will because we initially said this is five but i guess we're doing three all right i will i'm not gonna talk about possessor again we've talked about possessor on this podcast yeah i mean i would i would have possessor on here too but if you haven't seen possessor go watch possessor possessor would be on my list because it's you know awesome so good but uh i will talk about thunder road which is nice i was gonna maybe talk about it nice um it's a very interesting speaking of dark comedies it's a very interesting kind of blend of of uh drama and comedy with a very eccentric central character played by the director jim cummings um just a very interesting journey uh of through this character's life that was very compelling to me and it's about you know divorced kind of just down on his luck guy who has a lot of shit happened to him at once in his life and it's just like things go really bad for him and it's it's like you feel this weird kind of sympathy but also you know he definitely has his his negatives and especially towards the end he does some really questionable shit um but i think he's a really interesting character i think the way the movie is just it's just for a directorial debut which i'm pretty sure it is i think it is um very confident very personal very just engaging there's a great bon iver instrumental cover that's used in the closing um credits that was phenomenal um just a really emotionally impactful movie that i really loved so extremely emotional yeah love love it love that call dude what a weird like quirky on its surface movie but it packs a punch and it's just like it's just really good it's really strong um love the love the pick love the pick jimmy cummings um <laughs> well, has right. a new movie that just premiered at uh can i think he does and i mean he had one come out last year the beta test the beta test is his new one and wolf of sleepy hollow came out like 2019 i think which i want to watch yeah yeah i've heard it's you know general general consensus it's not as good as thunder road but i still do want to see it because i like thunder road quite a bit also, funny thing about Thunder Road, Omid's brother saw it, and I think his review was, "Man, indie movies, huh?" These are something, these are something else, yeah. Or or indies or something else. Yeah. Breed, yeah. Don't really know what that means because I've seen him give plenty of indies really good ratings. Yeah. All we watched growing up were indies. I'm like, what are you talking about? What is this, Keon? I did love Thunder Road as well. Yeah, great movie. Um, all right. So let's. Uh, I got. I got two more. 
some of my favorites from this year. It's tough because I've you know I tend to talk a lot on here, so I've talked a lot about a lot of my favorites from this year. Like he talked about Possessor, already talked about the guest on here. Omid talked about Corpus Christi already, which would be up there. I did, uh, not you. You can talk about it. No, you already talked about it. The people know about Corpus Christi. If you haven't seen Corpus Christi, go watch that fucking movie. Yeah, Omar, um, you should watch that tonight. Dude, it's awesome. Yeah, I'll, I'll get there. But I'm going to come out, um, and I'm going to go... I'll watch... How about this, Omar? I'll watch Possessor if you watch Corpus Christi. Tonight? It's already 10 o'clock. We're well, recording this. this. very soon. This week, week, I'm down. I'm down to do that. All right, fine. I, I did talk about that. Okay, so I'm going to go with this one. I'm really... Don't have a whole lot, but I'm going to go with this you one. What, you know what you should do? Stop talking so much. Yeah, maybe. I guess this is a sign that I reference too many movies on here. But I'm going to go ahead. Um, I'm going to talk real quick about an education. Um, an education. Um, it's Carrie Mulligan, and it's really cool. It, it really snuck up on me. It's one of those movies that really sneaks up on you. I had, like, had this movie on my watch list for the longest time. And I thought, like, the name is, like, really stupid. Like, an education. I just, like, don't love that name. And, like, the poster is, like, pretty basic. It's just, like, her and Peter Sarsgaard, like, just laying down looking at the, like, the sky. Just very bland. And I was, like, putting it off. And I shouldn't have. Because this movie is really anything but bland. Um, it's just very it was an emotional watch for me very pretty emotional watch and and again it's an emotional watch in a way that i really like in that it's it's a building emotional watch it it it, it sweeps up over you um you know you one second you're just kind of like watching the movie and then the next second you're in it you're just very immersed and you you need you care so much about what's going to happen to jenny um and it's awesome and also by the end of the movie I loved the name, and now I love that this movie is called Education, because I think it's such a good play on what's happening in the movie, um, and it works in a multitude of ways in regards to teachers? Jenny getting an education. Um, no, they're not school teachers. I'm not going to tell you. Okay. No, they're not school teachers. Uh, but it's good. You know, it's 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 really good, and you really get a sense of of it's kind of it's you know it's a coming of age kind of. I mean, not kind of, like, it is. It's it's Jenny learning, longing for, for something in her life that she doesn't have right now. Um, and so I would I would really suggest it, especially if you're if you're into that. It's a little it's a little slower and it's more of like a like a drama y romance, but it, it does it does sweep over you. Um, and so, an education was an an awesome movie that I watched this year. Um, but I got one more, and this is probably. Even if we were doing movies that I had already talked about, this would be in the top three, no doubt. Um, and that is Kajillionaire. Um, it's a movie I watched about two weeks ago. Miranda July's film from last year. Um, it, 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 I, I, can't, I can't speak enough good about this movie. Uh, and I can't stop thinking about it or talking about it in the two weeks since I've seen it. Um, Kajillionaire or... or it, it, it is it is a Miranda July movie in in, in, in full force. Um, if you haven't seen any of her other movies, that means it is really weird, and it is really quirky, like overload on quirk. Like if you don't like that, you will vomit watching this movie. And I don't blame anyone for thinking this movie or or I I've only seen one of her other movies. Me and you and everyone we know. I haven't seen the future yet. Um, she's three out. 
but I totally understand if you think her movies are dog shit. But I don't at all. This movie is so beautiful to me. It, it, it is such a genuine, genuine film about family, specifically just about a daughter, and the impact that, like, your upbringing has on you without you even realizing it. Um, and it's, 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 it's beautiful, man. It is a story about human connection, and it's a story about loneliness, and there's a, there's a scene in the movie which I will be absolutely shocked isn't, if it's not the favorite, my favorite scene that I've seen all year, made me bawl my eyes out, um, in a way that, like, I haven't in a while watching a movie, and it's not even a really sad moment. I mean, it is, but it's not, like, an overtly sad moment. I just got so wept up, uh, so swept up in the scene and everything surrounding it that I was just, I I lost it. You know why I didn't feel really sad? Finally. Because it didn't have emotionally manipulative music. Instead, it had going... Finally, the music in this movie. Emil Mosseri is... Uh, is, 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 is a genius. Is a genius. An absolute genius. I'm glad you, you hopped on the bandwagon. I'm, I'm, I am so far on the bandwagon. It's light. Omar. It's still light. You know, he hasn't There's won room. an Oscar yet. He hasn't, he's not a huge name. He's not Hans Zimmer yet. But I'm glad you're on early. It's, 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 it's a top three score I've ever heard in my life. It, in, in, in my life. It's absolutely stunning. It fits the movie so perfectly because there's a range of emotions happening on the screen and there's a range of emotions happening in the music but it is not manipulative it is not there to tell you how to feel it is simply there to enhance however you're feeling you can find that tone in the song playing no matter what it is and so Kajillionaire is is the best movie I've seen this year so far that I have not talked about on here it is on HBO Max right now Go watch it again. It's very, very weird and very quirky. So if that's not for you, I get it. But it's totally for me, and I loved it. Omar, no, it's back to me. All right, yeah. My last one. Deciding between two, and I want to mention them both. Can I mention them both? Yeah, just, just talk. Name? Yeah, sure. Okay. So the one I'm not gonna pick is Closer, which is an awesome just really drama that's crazy bro what i didn't know you liked it that much i I totally forgot i mean it's it's got an awesome cast natalie portman jude law clive owen and julia roberts and it's just a lot of clive owen on this podcast yeah a lot of clive owen on this podcast. by the way i mean this when i watched this movie i was like what happened to clive owen man because he's an awesome actor he's really good in that movie so is julia so is natalie so is jude what happened to Clive Owen? Do we know? Do we have an answer? I mean, he's still around. Somebody get yeah. Clive on the phone. But it's like a, you know, that that that's not my pick, but it's a great Mike movie. Mike Nichols, baby. Huh? Mike Nichols. Yeah, Mike Nichols, exactly. And Mike Nichols, you know, just think about how crazy that is. This dude went from making The Graduate in 1967, nine, nine. Nine, to, to 40 years later, almost, 35, making this very like edgy kind of like modern at the time you know movie about a bunch of like a bunch of like about like two couples and their affairs but not my pick my pick is black bear no, which came out last year um 
Is that which, the Aubrey Plaza movie? Yeah, which is with Aubrey Plaza and Christopher Abbott, who is also in Possessor, and I think Christopher Abbott is one of the rising stars of our generation. I think he's one of the best actors working today. Uh, he's got a really great agent because he's in a lot of good movies. <laughs> um, but yeah, Black Bear is this very spellbinding kind of. It's confusing, but it's also like it's overtly ambiguous on purpose it's kind of just it's a movie about a couple at a cabin and what happens to them at that cabin but um that makes it sound incredibly generic which the movie is exactly not it's, it's quite the opposite actually and it's this very kind of mind fucky type movies i feel like that word gets used a lot for movies but i would call this a mind fuck movie because you kind of finish it and you're like what did i just watch what did this mean what did this mean what was you know going on um but it makes for an extremely compelling watch and it's uh very entertaining very well performed awesome directorial debut lawrence michael levine is definitely an exciting director um so yeah black bear very nice two films right there that i really want to see both your both your both your mentions omid what do you got what do i got what do i got let's hear it i'm excited because i don't know what this is yeah, I think I'm gonna go with this. Uh, Mitchell and the Machines Dimension. Really love that movie. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm gonna go with uh, Train to Busan. I don't think I've talked about it. I think awesome I pick. Awesome pick. I really enjoyed this movie. I shouldn't have enjoyed this movie. It's a movie not Omid would not like. And like sort of mind you, there are some holes and there are some like corny ass scenes. Who but cares? Not, no, can, can I speak for myself? Thank I, I'm you. just saying. I'm I'm saying um, what I know you're gonna say. But who cares? But like, yeah, like I it it honestly it, it emotionally manipulates you. But I wouldn't want to have it any other way. Like it literally pulls on all the heartstrings. The rugby player, the rugby, fit, like nobody, the big guy, was super funny and like when he. But something happens to him, it's very emotional, and I was like, mm-hmm. why am I on the verge of tears here? Like, I don't cry in movies yet. I'm, I'm so emotional here. Like, I started at, like, 9th, like, late, and I stayed up to watch it. Like, I'm not going to see nice. it now. Um, that very predictable. Um, the final scene also is kind of interesting. I thought awesome. It was very it's awesome. It was surprising. I didn't think it would like that. I knew I I knew what was gonna happen, but I didn't anticipate it to happen like that. The way it the way um, it executes. Yeah, right. the way the way they find out. Um, yeah, this movie is just a really fun time. Um, I'll, it's a really fun action movie, but it's also a very emotional uh, watch. And I think the the characters and the motions really elevate this movie to this random zombie movie that has. You are so right. Oh, okay. I thought you were done. Sorry, you're so right. It brings some like yeah, it, it, it elevates this film to another level. And I, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. I know I was behind the game, so watch it if you haven't. Yeah, Train to Busan for my money is probably like top three zombie movie ever made, and it's like you said, even if you don't like zombie movies, it's a fucking awesome movie. Love it, guys. Anyways, it's been a good year was, for movies for us so far. We've seen some. We've seen I some nice talk? ones. Why is it always you talking? Holy shit, bro! 
jumping down my throat. I'm just saying. I started speaking, being like, all right, guys. You started speaking after I was already speaking. I also couldn't hear you because your mic's garbage right now. Because, yeah, I don't know what tomorrow works. This mic doesn't work, whatever. Thank you, guys. Those are our movies, top movies of 2021 here, the year of our Lord. Um, yeah, let us know what your top movies are. Um, anybody else have anything else to add? We gotta, we gotta pick a movie for next week. That's all I know. I know. Yep. Uh, so I got my movie for next week, and it's a popular movie because I do think we need to give our audience members something they've seen or want to see. Okay, what do you got? Um, it's an honor of our friend and co host. Starting law school, I'm picking Legally Blonde. I mean, I've seen it, but I'm down to rewatch it. I've also seen it. Neither one of you said you've seen it. Dude, I love Legally Blonde. That movie cracks me up. Guys, neither one of you say you've seen it. Damn. I mean, I will will rewatch Legally Blonde today, so I I have no problem with that pick. No, I can't pick it. I'll leave it in. It's fine. It's fine. I've seen it, like, I saw it, like, probably... 12 years ago. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it in, I can tell you when, eight years. So, let's leave Either it on. One of you, you can't get mad at me. Neither one of you had it. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Not your fault. Let's leave it in. And I love it because it's in honor of me. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to run with that. I'm taking that. Um, okay. I will go next. Um, I think I also have an audience pick. We also have an audience pick. Oh, we do. Yes. So, we'll get to that. But I will go with my pick this is a movie that i don't really know a whole lot about but it's one that i wanted to see um and then i saw that neither of you guys had seen it and i was like okay let me put it off a little bit i'll I'll toss it in a race see if it can win if it doesn't win whatever i'll just watch it but if it does win then hey we get to uh talk it about talk about it on the pod um and that film is Captain Fantastic uh, with with Vigo. Um, yeah, I don't know why. Just really want to see it. Vigo directed it, too. Did he really? Mm-hmm. No, he didn't. Matt Ross directed it. Oh, you're right. I'm wrong. Yep. Matt Ross is an actor, and that's why I thought that. He's an American psycho. He's in a lot of stuff. Look him up. Interesting. Well, um, that's my pick. Yep. Nice. Well... You know, I've been on an island all episode, and I gotta stay on that island. Um, so I'm gonna choose a movie that you know hasn't been greatly received, but we said we wanted a 2021 movie, and I feel like this movie, despite the quality, might promote some good discussion. And I've been meaning to watch it. Kind of came and went. My pick is The Woman in the Window with Amy Adams. I was so excited for this movie, and then when I heard it was awful, I just like never been more disappointed so that's fine i should take the 21 dude because i, I want to see i gotta see luca i gotta see I was gonna pick, maybe pick yeah luca. see and i take i take the woman in the window over mediocre luca i hear it's not mediocre oh well, i don't know who you're listening to i don't know who you're listening to my guy <laughs> um but okay okay we're and always our, trying to watch movies that you know pe- everyone says are so good. How does it always pan out? We don't always end up liking. So you're right. Let's let's How let's choose some that aren't so well received and maybe we'll end up loving them. Agreed. Let's throw it the other way. Um, and then we have an audience pick um, from listener Hannah, 
Listener Hannah wants us. Listener Hannah. She's a I listener, sound... and her name is Hannah. What the What the fuck? Just go one of our listeners, comma Hannah. You go listener Hannah, like that's her name. Listener Hannah, like yeah, this is, this really. Is, like... I think someone thinks that that's her name. I'm sure there's someone listening that thought that her name was listener yeah. Hannah. All right, her choice is. Are you gonna say it? Oh, I that is a uh, hunt for the wild people. Wilder people. It's Taika. Yeah. Um. Right. Through the race, I have I have a little soapbox I want to stand on. I was gaslit the whole entire previous episode. Everyone, don't listen to a single word I said. He's on mute. Don't. don't I'm not. Just about my takes on uh, a quiet place. And also, Omar and check I have the receipts. Not won. Check the receipts. Uh, Omar and I have check not the receipts. Won in, in weeks. We have not won in weeks. I have not won in about three months. Omar has not won about two months. If Nuss wins here again, we will revolt. Just want to let everyone know that. Omar, I don't do you... think I think it's been longer for me than it's no, been. No, Omar. The last movie I won was Deer Hunter. I got God, the big knife. I can't night. wait to win. I got the big knife because right, I did going. well in the I did well in the draft. Yeah, but that I was not... still your movie, so that's I've not won. That's a clean slate, baby. I've not won a lottery. Since Deer we Hunter. call that clean slate in the biz. <laughs> Oh my god, it's running right now. Um, I just want to say, Omid, you can you can pretend gaslit, to be gaslit. You gaslit. can claim you can claim to be the victim out here, but anyone yes. can go back and listen to your own words, which are exactly what I quoted. Um, yes. uh, I did not throw a okay. single word in your mouth. You said yes. John Krasinski was not good in a quiet place. You said it. It's in the podcast. You did say that. Listen to it. Um, and I love how you blame me, even though we both gave you heat for it. Anyways, the race is over. <laughs> Just so you guys know, Captain Fantastic was in first place the whole time until the end. The whole time. And I was cracking up. Um, but next week, we will be watching Amy Adams as the woman in the window. Um, nice! So, One movie I didn't want to watch. Literally, I, could, I would be totally fine with the other three. I would have loved the other two. Joe Wright, man. Show him some respect. He's made some good movies, Pride and Prejudice and Atonement. He did a great Black Mirror episode. Which one did he do? Uh, the one with Bryce Dallas Howard. What's it called? Nose I don't know who that is. No, nosedive. Nose with all the rating, the social media rating. Oh, oh, that's a good one. I like yeah, that one, a actually. great one. Quite a bit. Um, okay. He's a very talented director. Just apparently this was not his, his best work. According to the critics, but who cares what the critics say? Don't critics be say. a sheep. Amen. Don't be a sheep, people. That's the sentiment we're getting off on today. Because mm -hmm. what happens when you're a sheep, you get blown up, right? If we learned anything from Four Lions. <laughs> One sheep was blown up in the process of making this movie. Come on, dude. How funny is that? It's fun. Great, um, good callback, though. That's a great callback. Thank you. So, Woman in the Window is on Netflix? Yes. Yes? Okay. So, we will be reviewing that next time here on The Drive Home. Thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate it. Send us your feedback. Let us know what you thought, if you liked it, if you didn't like it. And we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Yeah.